Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, iconic army. Bora hey. We are back with another fanfic files. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's been so long since we've done a fanfic file. It has been a while. And it's been so highly requested. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like all of our Spotify comments, some of our Instagram comments, like when is the fanfic files coming back? Yeah. And honestly, BTS has just been keeping us so busy. We haven't had a chance. All of their solo work. Yeah. For it's real. been back to back. It's yeah. been nonstop. Yeah. yeah. But this week, we finally found some time. We have a little bit of a lapse here. Uh Uh-huh. Before Golden comes out, which, oh my gosh, we just got that track list. Uh Uh-huh. So many, many amazing names on that track list, like Major Lazer, Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Like, that is, I mean, I cannot wait to listen. I can't can't wait to see what he has for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited that we're getting an album. We knew that we would, but like back when Seven was released... I had so many questions like, wait, it's a single, you yeah. know, and then we had 3D and I'm like, okay, there has to be an album. Yeah. Um, and here, I mean, here, here it, is, it is, right? Yeah. yeah. And the track list has me super excited, pretty lengthy album, mm-hmm. exciting song titles definitely gives me like that pop, like l- love vibe. So really, really, really cannot wait for that. But, you know, b- isn't there one called that, like Shot Full of Tears? Uh-huh. Shot know, Glass Full of st- Tears. Yeah. Oh, my God. If that's not like the most amazing ballad, like yeah. I cannot wait for that. A lot of the song titles, there's one like Yes or No that mm-hmm. like gave me like, you know, what do you want me or no? Like maybe angsty vibes yeah, in there. Yeah, there's some heartbreak songs yeah, in there, it seems like. For yeah. sure. So I'm, I'm so interested in me it. Me too. Early November. Yeah. Can't wait. November 3rd, right? That'll be here soon. Yeah. yeah. So very excited for that. But he thankfully gave us a little bit of a break where we could squeeze in a fanfic files right here. Yeah. And it's been specifically requested that we do Taekook and Yoonmin. Yeah. I mean, how could we say no? No. I mean, what a throwback. That was one of our very first fanfics, I think, was we did a take hook and a yoon men yeah i think probably our first one because those first were like files, our yeah. og ships that mm-hmm. like i mean i used to be a huge yoon men girl so i mean um, they're timeless ships in my mind right they're just yeah iconic just They'll like take hook right take hook yeah. is always living so <laughs> anyways we have some great fanfics for you guys today mm-hmm. the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Like we were saying today, we're going to hang out for about an hour and we are both going to be reading some incredible fanfics here for you on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe not quite so informative today, but we are going to inform you of some incredible (laughs) stories and fanfic writers. Before we get into today's episode, we want to say thanks, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode docs, our monthly virtual iconic hangouts and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Yes. So thank you all for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. So the title of this fanfic file is Plot and Fluff. We both have some plot and fluff to share uh-huh. for you guys. Bethany's going to start off with some plot yeah. and I'm going to share some kind of like, I would say it's a hybrid of plot and fluff for mm-hmm. my story. And then you're going to come back and bring it home with another story for us, yeah. a fluff. Yeah, I'm going to end on a fluff, yeah. like pretty, pretty fluffy, yeah. like all fluff. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to start with, I would say it's more plot heavy and it's pretty good. Yeah. So the first fic that I have here for you guys is it's a Tay Cook fanfic and it's titled You Make Me Feel Like a Human and it's written by Vinny underscore writes on AO3. So this fanfic was published on 10, 11, 23, so real recent. Yeah. It has 19 kudos and 256 hits, and it also has a part two. And I think there's expected to be more parts of this fanfic. And part two is already out, and it's titled Jungkook's Life on Earth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So let me go ahead and just get into part one. I'm not going to read part two, but I'll give you guys like the summary so you guys can go and read it on your own. Yes. Cupid Jungkook wants to throw his arrow and hit the head of his client. Now, don't get confused with client word, okay? Heaven also has developed with modern time. All the workers of heaven have MacBooks, they drink coffee, they do office gossip, and say words like slay queen, let him cook, ate, and left no crumbs, etc. I love it. So yes, coming to the point, Jungkook is actually a Cupid, and the humans are his clients, even though they are not paying him, he gets payment in form of enhancement of his magical powers with each successful project. His current client is Kim Young and Park Soo Joon. Both of them are very attractive. Sorry if it sounds shallow, but Jungkook believes that romantic partners should be equivalent in attractiveness scale. If a partner is hella fine while the other one is not, then it brings out a lot of insecurities and trouble. Both have similar educational backgrounds, similar financial background, their social circle also matches. Both like similar music, both like art, they like fashion, and they like golf. Both like, well, the list goes on and on. So, Jungkook started working on on them. He's actually a star employee because so far he's had a 100% success rate. All his clients are madly and deeply in love. But this Kim Taehyung, ugh. Jungkook has planned everything according to plan. And Taehyung and Sojun met at this party. They talked for a while. And Sojun was obviously charmed by Taehyung and he offered Taehyung his phone number. Now... All these businessmen are just fucking odd. So instead of straight up asking for Taehyung's number or making him note his number on his phone, Sojun gave him his business card. 
He, for some fucked up logic, wrote his personal number on the back of the card and gave it to Young. And Young lost the card. Oh my yes. god. Yes. This is the fifth time stupid Sojun is giving <laughs> Young his card again, and Jungkook doesn't have any hopes that things will go forward this time as well. Young will certainly lose this card again. Now, if you're thinking that Jungkook is an angel with magical powers, then why can't he make them use their phone to take the number? But he uses his power only to make them meet. He wants to make things between his clients as organic as possible. He wants them to fall in love slowly and deeply. His power allows him to obviously read their minds for all of the humans. So he knows that Young is in fact interested in Sojun, but he keeps on losing the card, which Jungkook playfully watches him searching around the house while the stupid car is in the dump yard. Damn. Yeah. His housekeeper is a cleaning freak, so if anything he finds on the floor, that thing is considered a waste, so it goes into the dustbin, and from there, straight to the dump yard. The thing is, Taeyang keeps the card in his pants pocket, and once he reaches home, usually a little tipsy, he takes out his wallet, and in that menstruation, the card falls from his pocket and remains on the floor until the next day the house gets swiped clean, even before he is awake. Two things can save this situation. One... Young puts the card in the wallet instead, or two, he puts the card in a different pocket. But neither happens, nor they ever contact each other in any other special or any other social media platform. It is 2023, for fuck's sake. In all times, Jungkook had to struggle less, he thinks. When people used to send each other letters, then this whole, ses- then this whole situation with new clients. I want to go down to earth, Jungkook announces. They're having a meeting. Kim Namjoon is the leader angel of a few departments, and one of them is the love department where Jungkook is a senior Cupid. Promotions happen in heaven as well. As the employees gain more experience and do better and better in their jobs, they are given multiple magical powers. Why? Namjoon says calmly, even though his face is shocked. Jungkook understands, in his hundred years of his career, a hundred years in earth timing, by the way, he hasn't even once went to the site, like gone down to earth. He has always worked from his office, but now he wants to directly go to Earth. Why is that? Because I need field advantage with my new clients. I can't work from here this time, Jungkook explains. Other senior employees nod their heads. Most of them visit Earth on a regular basis, and it's not a big deal for them. I just love the idea of, like, Cupid sitting around a room and, like, nodding their heads. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, this is like, a necessary action. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. like, yes, this man is hopeless. He must go. <laughs> Namjoon nods his head, then he signals his assistant to bring the earth pass and seal. These are required to get out of heaven and enter earth, like a passport or a visa for humans. Jungkook's plan is simple. He will pick the card that Young had dropped in his living room. So he's like, essentially his whole plan is to just pick up the card on the ground. He'll intervene for him. Yeah, Yeah. and he'll just put it on the table so that he knows. Right. Jungkook can obviously do it from here also. He can make any human pick that card. Um, He can make that fucking weird housekeeper put that card at a safe place instead of the dustbin, but forcing humans to do a task is immoral, so he decides to go in the right direction by going to Earth himself. So Jungkook is very much like, by the rules, wants to do it like the most organic way possible, so he's like really going out of his way here like he, this isn't traditional for him but he knows that he needs to do this right yeah. because he needs that hundred percent success rate yes he does right yes all he has to do is grab the card and put that in Young's wallet and drum roll clap 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 his work will be done but 
Here's a little problem. Jungkook can't use his magical powers. There are certain rules, and everyone has to follow them according to the rule. Any angel cannot use their magical powers when they are physically on Earth. But for making their visit to Earth feasible, they are given a car, a driver's license, a map, and an invisible personal bodyguard who would seize the situation in case of an emergency. Angel safety is first and foremost. Okay, but like, that's so lame that they can't have powers on Earth. I know. Like, what's the point of being an angel then? I know. You can just go there? Like, right. And also then why would, I'm sorry, I'm just poking plot holes, but like, yeah. why would then the senior, like more senior cupids visit Earth often? Like, I guess they must be able to intervene in some meaningful way, even without their powers. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like they, yeah, they're intervening. And since they're there, like they don't have to use their powers, I guess. Right. I don't know. Right. They can take it into their own hands. Yeah. I mean, we'll see we'll what see. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Jungkook, along with his bodyguard, Sokjin, is in the car. Oh my god, yes. Sokjin can only be seen by him while he can be seen by everyone. So no one can see Sokjin, but everyone can see Jungkook. Jungkook parks the car outside of Taeyang's mansion. Sokjin scoffs. How many humans live here? One owner and multiple workers that work on shifts. Sokjin rolls his eyes and Jungkook chuckles. Humans are very shallow, really. Jungkook and Sokjin get out of the car and stand in front of the gate. Jungkook and Sokjin get out of the car and stand in front of the gate. Jungkook goes up to the gate only to be stopped by security. Good morning, sir. Please show us your card and we will open the gate. One of the guys who is clearly in a black suit speaks politely. Jungkook looks at Sokjin. A card? What is a card? Oh, the driver's license. He retrieves that from his pants pockets, but the security guy shakes his head. I don't know what card you're talking about, Jungkook says. His eyes involuntarily become wide and lips form a little pout. No. The security shares a look and then shake their head. Sorry, sir, you can't enter without a card. Jungkook nods his head and gets inside the car. Sokjin is looking at him with an amusing smile. These humans are so complicated. What card and how would I find a card? Jungkook mumbles. He checks the watch. He checks his watch and it's 7.23 a.m. The housekeeper comes around 7.40 He has about 15 minutes to enter inside. So Jungkook takes a U-turn and turns around to the back of the mansion where there's another opening. And once Jungkook reaches the back of the mansion, he finds a tall tree with multiple branches sticking out of the boundary. Jungkook quickly parks the car there and then tries to catch a strong branch. He struggles a bit but finally manages to hold a branch thanks to his gym routine. He is able to pull himself up and stand on the branch he was holding. He sees Sokjin levitating while smirking, and Jungkook groans. Yeah, right. Like Sokjin has powers. He has powers. Like he's just like a little, like his like guardian, right, you know, angel used. right there with him. Right. And he's like, I can just levitate over here. Like, right. Funny. Okay. He finally jumps down from the tree and cautiously moves towards the gate. But fuck these humans, because there are two more security guards at the door as well. Jungkook tries to check an opening, but there is no time. It's already 7.36. So he confidently puts his phone up to his ear, which is just a dummy, by the way. So it's not an actual phone. Like, it's just, like, a pretend phone. Mm -hmm. Prop. (laughs) Yeah. Cupid prop. Yeah. Yeah. This writer also says, like, if you don't have a phone, you're not human. (laughs) That's what it says. (laughs) Taeyang, tell me... How many times do I have to tell you to be patient? I'm outside the main gate, and I will be with you in a minute. Jungkook does an Oscar-worthy performance, pretending to have Young on the other line. 
The security at the gate also stops him, but this time he makes a frustrated face. What? He says, irritation lacing his voice. The security guard looks a bit startled. Sir, actually, Young, Jungkook sighs to add a little bit of spice, and he rubs his forehead with his two fingers. You are whining in my ears. Your fucking security is stopping me every second. Jungkook glares at the security. Even though I have shown my card at the main entrance, then also they're stopping me again and again. You know what that, you know what? Keep whining. I'm just going to leave. He gestures to turn around. No, no, no. Sir, sorry, please. The security guard opens the door. This way, please. Oh my gosh, Jungkook yeah. is so resourceful. I know, he's just like pretending that like Young is frustrated on the other line. Yeah. Like, you know. Wow. Okay. Jungkook still continues the act, gives them, unimp- gives them an unimpressed look and gets inside. Sokjin looks at him impressed. Whoa, you were good there. He points at the back of the gate. Jungkook smiles, feeling a little smug. He walks towards the place and sees the business card that has Sojun's number. That is it. He will grab the card, put it inside the wallet, and then tap twice on his left wrist, which is the signal for him to leave Earth. Like, he'll go back to heaven once he taps his left left wrist twice. So, Jungkook bends to grab the card, but exactly in that instant, Kim Taehyung comes out of the room. His eyes have closed, hair messy, the loose baby blue t-shirt threatening to drop off of his shoulders. Jungkook can even in his human form pick up the card and put that on this white marbled platform. Putting it inside the wallet isn't feasible now that Taeyang is there. All he needs to do is put it up on the table, tap his wrist, and be gone. Taeyang is slightly far away but still sleepy. But Jungkook's heart is beating. Human Jungkook's heart is beating. There is something so soft, so fragile about this Taeyang. Jungkook has seen him in this state from above. He has seen him munching on mochi, looking like a chipmunk, and no doubt the sight was cute, but something is different right now at this moment. Oh no. Oh no, I know, I know. Angel Jungkook, Sokjin's voice breaks his trance. He sounds like he's panicking. Jungkook quickly gets up, puts the card on the platform, taps his wrist once. He's about to tap. Who are you? A deep, sleep-laden voice booms in the hall. Jungkook can totally still tap his wrist, but Taeyang would think that he's Taeyang would think that he's dreaming. But Jungkook stops. He instead turns to look at him. Taeyang's eyes are wide with shock, and they're widening even some more when they fall on Jungkook. Taeyang looks at him shocked. Despite being in human form. Jungkook's senses are a lot stronger than ordinary humans, so he can hear Young's wildly beating heart. Jungkook feels bad for terrifying an innocent human. You are beautiful. Gosh, Young says. He is awestruck, and Jungkook feels a bit shy all of a sudden. Of course he knows he's beautiful. He's an angel. But the way Young is looking at him without blinking, it's making him flustered. Oh my gosh. I know. I just think it's funny that he's like the inner like self-talk here. He's like, of course, I'm beautiful. Right. Like I'm an angel. The confidence. But also I love that like, you know, strange man in your house is not it nowhere not in his mind at all. He's just no. like, oh, my gosh, awestruck. You're so gorgeous. Right. right. Yeah. Doesn't add up like it's a stranger in your house. You'd be like, oh well, God, no, who I, th- are you? I just think that it's a testament to like how, how beautiful, he how is. beautiful he is yeah. and how meant to be Taekook are. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like Taeyong is just so taken immediately. Yes. Yes. Taeyong walks a bit closer and whispers in a daze. Stop it. 
I will I will start to drool. Oh my gosh. Don't blush. <laughs> have mercy on my poor heart. Jungkook's heart malfunctions. He wants to smack this shameless human. How can he say something like this? Jungkook's ears and cheeks are warm and they are getting warmer. So he coughs. You, stop it, human. Instead of focusing on my appearance, you should focus on what I'm doing here. I'm an intruder, basically. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Jungkook, what the fuck are you even saying? He is making things bad for himself, but he can't help it. Young's eyes, his fast-beating heart, and his manly musky scent is affecting Jungkook. Human? Oh, of course. I'm a mere human in front of an angel like you, Young says, still in a trance, ignoring the rest of Jungkook's rant. So it gets kind of confusing because it's like, oh, does Young know that he's an angel? Right. Or like Young is clearly like so mesmerized by him that he's just like calling him an angel because right. he is actually I, so beautiful. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Sokjin coughs. Jungkook's eyes widen. He doesn't know, of course. It's impossible for a human to know Jungkook's real identity. But Young's words are causing his heart to race with Young's heart. His heart is starting to beat wildly as well. Jungkook shakes his head. No, 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 no. Look at the window on your left. Jungkook starts. So Young does. Look at the painting on your right. Young does. Look at the hinge of the door in the right corner. Young does. Like a puppet, enchanted by the beauty in front of him, Jungkook doesn't need his magical powers. He is magic. He is an angel. Now turn around and look at the television screen for 20 seconds and count loudly. But Young doesn't turn. Jungkook raises one of his eyebrows. Are you going against my order? Jungkook says with authority. He knows he is above these mere humans and hence his, his voice gets naturally commanding. Young pouts and shakes his head. If I turn around, you will leave. Jungkook is shocked how Young easily figured out his plan. Is it possible? Can Young read his mind? No, no, of course not. Young is a human. He doesn't have magical powers. Jungkook doesn't let the shock present itself over his face. He remains blank. Why do you think like that, human? Young rumps his eyes. I know it's a dream, the most beautiful dream I've ever seen. It is not possible for some stranger to come inside my home without my permission, I know I'm dreaming, and I know if I turn around, you would turn into air. Young's voice gets sad at the end. Jungkook has a deep desire to hug the cute and sweet human in front of him. Yes, Young had been a very annoying client, yes. Jungkook wanted to throw his arrow at him, but... But... Young is so, so adorable at this instance, standing in front of Jungkook, looking so cuddable. Jungkook obviously does what he desperately wants. He slowly reduces the distance between the two of them, and he pulls the human in for a soft hug. Young's hands automatically wrap around his waist, as if, as if he has done this in the past, as if it's a routine. Jungkook's nose nuzzles the thick neck. Jungkook is totally out of his wits. He is scenting his human because his heart desires to do it. Young tightens his hold and rubs his cheeks on Jungkook's black hair. They both lovingly embrace each other. Young plants tiny soft kisses in the side of his head, slowly trailing towards his ears. Jungkook feels warm, so warm, his heart booming like a flower. But it needs to stop. No matter how much Jungkook feels his heart breaking with the prospect of getting away from the human, he has to do it. A human and an angel, they aren't meant to be together. You are dreaming, Young, and no matter... How beautiful a dream is, reality wins at the end. 
But before leaving, I want to tell you, you are so cute, so handsome, so hot, so lovable. I will protect you, human. I promise. With that, Jungkook plants a small kiss on Taeyang's ear where he was whispering and then taps his wrist twice. No! Damn! He's gone! (laughs) He tells him it's his dream. It's all a dream. Yeah. I mean, no wonder why Taeyang was so dazed and Uh not concerned at all. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. I know. Ugh. But conflict. Really, though? He's an angel. An He's angel a and a human. He can't. And it's also supposed to be the human that he's supposed to be helping fall in love. I know. With Park Sojun. I know. Yeah. I know. Is that supposed to be his soulmate? Like yeah. Sojun? Yeah. Yeah. That's supposed Damn. to be Young's soulmate. Damn. Yeah. And Jungkook is the matchmaker. Right. He's their Cupid. Right. I mean, but Young was also instantly, I mean, how would you not be? He's like an angel. But right. like, he's just so all consumed by him immediately Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. okay jungkook is in his home within milliseconds and he watches with a painful heart taehyung's arms clenching around nothing taehyung looks here and there in shock then turns into sadness he rubs his eyes jungkook is reading his mind which is filled with a bunch of confusing words taehyung sits on the floor he pulls his knees towards his chest and puts his head down jungkook's heart that is not that as fast beating like a human's heart, but it's a heart nonetheless. The heart that feels like it's getting teared apart when he hears Taeyong sobbing. No! Jungkook messed up in his first visit itself. His very first visit, and yeah, he's he fucked did. up. Yeah, he did. Even if Taeyong believes that this is awesome dream, then also Jungkook would have to face punishment because he went out of line willingly. He had time to get done with his work and teleport without any human interaction, but he halted. He enjoyed that proximity with a human. He even initiated physical touch with him. All these are punishable offenses. But Jungkook doesn't feel bad about it, considering how he is a diligent employee who has never accepted even a little imperfection in his work who had been rewarded as best employee since forever. Now he was going to get punished not only once, but multiple times. But he isn't, he isn't bothered about it. He is bothered when Young's watery voice says a small, it was a dream. Really? You weren't real? Heartbreaking. I know. Like, he's like, I don't care if I get punished. The real punishment here is that like, Young is suffering. Yeah. Like, Young is Because sad. of him. I know. Oh. Namjoon is massaging his temples. He is disappointed. Jungkook stands with his hands folded um, behind his back. Jungkook, you know that I have to take action against you. The council is ready to show a little leniency because you are a star employee, but still. Namjoon takes a long pause and Jungkook waits. Namjoon sits straight as the rest of the senior employees enter the meeting room. Namjoon becomes absolutely professional and speaks in an authoritative voice. Jian Jungkook, senior Cupid of Love Department, has broken several rules when he visited Earth. He had enough time to get done with work and get back here instead of interfering with a human's life, but he didn't. He indulged the human. He initiated physical contact with the human. That physical contact was a hug which lasted for three minutes and 56 oh, seconds. my God. <laughs> That's the longest hug of all time. So funny. Uh, human indulging in physical contact can only be done by giving a written application that clearly mentions each and every action along with timestamps. 
since Jian Zhongguk failed to give ap- application beforehand, he will have to face punishment for his actions. He is terminated from his job as senior Cupid for a whole year and... Namjoon pauses. He takes a deep breath as if whatever he's going to say next pains him. Jian Zhongguk has to live as an ordinary human on Earth for a whole year. Mr. Park... We'll get you the details on your stay for at Earth at six thirty at six thirty PM tonight. You are dismissed. Jungkook nods and bows, then walks out of the meeting room, his face beaming. Human, I am coming. Oh my He gosh. says and gets inside his home. Yeah, like this is at this point, he does not care about his job. He's like, this is opportunity for this, me. Yeah, I'm like to he go wants back. to go see Young again. They're putting again. me where I want to be right now. Right. It's like not a punishment. I know. Oh, my gosh. And you said there's already a chapter two out? Yes, there's a part two out. Ugh. So I just want to read the summary for part two because part two is really, really good. Please I've, do. But I just don't have time to read it. But yeah, it's really, really good. So the summary for Jungkook's Life on Earth is Jungkook has to live a year on Earth as a punishment, and he is thrilled to meet his human human again. But what happens when he realizes that he would have to still work as a Cupid for Kim Young and Park Sojun? Or what happens when Jungkook realizes that his human isn't very ordinary? Painful. I know. No. Like, he still has to resume his job, even though he's, like, been fired from his job mm-hmm. and then like i mean also to have to do that without he any still of, like, has to like follow through though he right. still has to pair the two together right so in the second part he like goes back to earth and he's still working on trying to get these two together um but these two are like clearly destined and then also like Young is a little like a little sketch you yeah. know you know how he like wasn't alarmed and seems to like know that maybe jungkook is an angel right type of thing right yeah like it's so like what's young the- has some secrets yeah oh shit yeah oh man so go read it yeah well i want to go read it for real now yeah. so okay. i just think it's so cute it was a great yeah i don't know like this heaven jungkook being a cupid adorable. yeah i hadn't seen a, a fanfic story. like that I love that one. And I think Iconics should go read chapter two, part two. Yeah. And the more chapters that come out after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the story that I have for you today, I have like a bit of a Halloween theme going. It wasn't intentional, mm-hmm. but it just happened. And I'm here so for it. first I want to say an honorable mention that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, the honorable mention is called Made for This and it's by Namuvoir, N-A-M-U-V-I-O-R. And it was also published on the 11th of this month, like super recently, just like your fic that you just mm-hmm. read. But I can't read this because this fanfic is so dirty, far too dirty to read <laughs> on the pod. But specifically because people who have been requesting had been requesting a Yunmin fanfic with a sub Yungi. Um, man, this has it all. It was incredible to read. I cannot share it here, but I'll give you the summary of it. And it's called made for this like m-a-i-d oh like a maid's outfit because here's like the summary it's just like a little snippet of the story jungkook gives him an incredulous look you're wearing cat ears and a fucking maid outfit and he's dressed up like some sort of ultra rich gay ceo don't tell me you didn't pick up on jimin's plan 
Jungkook looks at Yoongi with a snort of laughter because he knows by the blank look on Yoongi's face that he has no goddamn clue about Jimin's plan. Go find your boyfriend, Yoongi says, pushing himself off the wall, setting his cup down and walking away. He wouldn't say it aloud, but he was definitely on the path to finding his own boyfriend. Or alternative summary is Yoongi wears a maid outfit to a campus Halloween party per Jimin's request and then they fuck in the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I mean, the level of like domination and like aggression that Jimin exhibits here in this um, fanfic. It's an incredible Yoongi combo, I'll just say. It's really good. And it's not too long either. So like go read this fanfic i'm not sharing it here but major honorable mention i'm super intrigued though like i feel like that's such a great idea of like having you know yoongi has like i think he was in a maid outfit for some like behind the scenes like forever ago like 2013 2014 right but the cat ears the the perfect touch right yeah it was just so good everything about it was perfect and the writing was honestly really good too so Go check I'm glad that one you out. shouted it out because yeah. we definitely have an iconic out there who is specifically wanting needing that one. Yeah, so they're needing is. sub Yoongi, which I think is like kind of hard to come by. Yeah, sometimes. I thought of you when I found this one. <laughs> so, okay, but the one that I'm actually reading today is called Black Cat Rainy Night, and it's by Not Today Men. And this one was published on Halloween night in 2020. Currently, it has 72 kudos and 887 hits. So let's get into it. Jimin just finished the last customer of the day. It started raining at lunch and now it was pouring down. He could even hear thunder in the background. The witch sighed when the door closed and walked to the door to flip the sign to show that the store was closed for the day. Turning around, he noticed that he had to restock some herbs and ointment. That was going to happen tomorrow morning, though. He didn't have any extra herbs in the back, and the ones that found themselves in his home are going to stay there for his potions. Potions, right. He had to make more of the general ones, too. Groaning, his to-do list just seemed to get bigger and bigger. So, Jimin's a witch, and he runs, like, a little witch convenience store. Cute. But it's, like, in modern times, also. Like, they have Mm -hmm. cell phones. So, okay. Stretching his arms and hearing some bones pop, he lifts his head and lets the magic call upon the broom and the dust cleaner. He makes his magic order them to clean while he organizes the bottles of herbs that somehow throughout the day got mixed up. Looking closer at the bottles, he sees that some of the herbs have gotten bad and were not suitable for magic anymore. A bag magically appeared in his left hand and he put the way too old herbs in there and went to do the same with the ointments. Once he had organized and plucked out the bad ones, he realized he has to go outside into the pouring rain and throw them away. His hand combed through the purple hair. Jimin walked to the back door, passing by the register, and realized, oh man, he had to count his earnings today too. Again, he groaned. The purple-haired witch just wanted to walk upstairs to his cozy little home on the second floor and have a nice warm bath with rose petals and lavender-scented candles. Jimin could picture it in his head. The bathroom door closed, lavender scenting the room, the dim because of the candles, the bathwater warm thanks to a spell engraved into the bathtub. His muscles are almost relaxing by the thought after a tiring day. The back door right in front of him. The rain still pouring down outside, the faraway thunder now much closer. Jimin unlocked the door and quickly sprinted to the dumpster behind a shop. 
Cardboard was stacked up on the side closest to the back door. The purple-haired witch thought nothing of it and opened the dumpster to throw away the garbage in the bag in his hand. Jimin quickly slammed the lid on the dumpster, the smell awful, and even somewhat to his human nose. As he was about to turn around and run inside to the safety of his home and shop, he heard a weak meow. No! The sound made him stop in his tracks. He was getting drenched by the rain, but he did have a soft spot for animals. Prey or predator, it didn't matter. He loved them all, and they seemed to like him too. The meow was heard again, and now that he was focusing on the sound, he could find the source easier. The cardboards he looked over earlier, it was there that the sound came from. Slowly, he walked to them. Two slow, fluid steps until he sat down slowly on his knees. He put his hand out and manifested a ball of dim light to see the cat easier. Hey there, little one. You must be ice cold from the rain, aren't you? How about you come with me? I can get you some warmth and some food. Then you can decide what you want to do after. Doesn't that sound good? He spoke softly to the cat. He could see its face now. Green eyes, the pupils were blown wide, the tail tight by its body, and the fur was jet black, like the sky in the middle of the night. The whole posture of the black cat was tense. Maybe it had lived on the street for a long time. Hearing the witch's proposal, the cat tilted its head slightly to the side, seemingly to analyze the witch. Then, the cat slowly crawled closer to the witch. The rain was still pouring, and Jimin was soaked to the bone. Suddenly, the sound of thunder could be heard above their heads, scaring the witch. The cat seemed to shake. Jimin frowned. Did the black cat just laugh at him? Ha ha ha, very funny. Now, do you want to come in with me or stay out here in the cold pouring rain because I want a warm bath? I'm going now, so you better make your choice now, kitten. The witch smiled and stood up, walking to the back door. A meow could be heard behind behind him before he could feel the cat getting in between his legs. The purple-haired man just shook his head smiling and opened the door, letting both himself and the cat inside. Once he stepped inside, the warmth enveloped him in a blanket, but a few seconds later his bliss was interrupted by another meow. He looked down just in time to see the black, sh- the black cat shake the water off its fur. This resulted in Jimin to coo at the now slightly fluffy cat. Oh, mm, I cute. just love this visual like of the witch with the classic black, black cat, cat with yeah. the green eyes. It's just so perfect it and perfect. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, are you like the stereotypical cat that hates to be in water or what? It was meant to be a joke, but the cat did not pick up on that and meowed to answer his question. Probably meant as a yes by the body language, nodding in response and saying a small, wait here while I take a warm bath before doing exactly as he said. It took a while until the water had filled the bathtub and the candles were lit and the rose petals were in the warm water. Everything was ready. The only thing that was missing was a relaxed witch in the bathtub. That was going to be fixed in a few minutes once he got them wet and uncomfortable once he got those wet and uncomfortable clothes off of him. Once the clothes were off, he sank into the warm water with a content sigh. This was exactly what he needed after the tiring day he's had today. He closed his eyes to relax both his mind and muscles. Seconds, minutes, or even hours may have passed, but suddenly Jimin felt something tickle under his nose. 
Not wanting to open his eyes yet, he tried to sluggishly wipe it away with his hand, but instead of getting rid of it and falling back into relaxation, Jimin ended up splashing water onto his face. Shocked at suddenly getting water splashed onto his face, Jimin sat up quickly. Eyes blinking rapidly and trying to make sense of what happened and see properly, he could hear something resembling someone chuckling turning into full-on laughing. Not expecting any other presence other than himself in the bathroom, Jimin turned around quickly to see who was laughing. Once his brain was functioning, it seemed to stop functioning again. The person, no, the man standing not too far from him was beautiful. Oh my God, he's having a Taeyang Jungkook moment. Oh my God. This is crazy. Yeah, this, he is. Like, I didn't even realize. Yeah. He had black hair, which contrasted his pale skin. It wasn't too pale that it looked unhealthy, but a beautiful pale, and it seemed to fit with the man perfectly. He was wearing a light blue tie-dye flannel with a black shirt underneath and some chains around his neck. His pants were black jeans that hugged his legs tightly, showing some muscle and black sneakers. Oh, I love that detail. Mm, amazing. He was beautiful. Jimin didn't realize he was staring at the unknown man. Once he realized... I'm sorry, is he naked in the bathtub Jimin right now? Jimin is naked in the bathtub right now. <laughs> Which purple-haired Jimin has been relaxing in this, like, gorgeous, probably, like, claw foot, like, ornate bathtub yeah. floating with, like, lavender and rose petals. I love that he's doing this for himself. Of like, course. Yeah, I knew you would love this. You are a yeah. bath girly. I love my baths. Yes, yes. I knew you would connect with it. Yeah. Okay, so he said Jimin didn't realize he was staring at the unknown man. Once he realized he was staring, his brain finally decided to function again, and he screamed. Not a pretty scream, no. He screamed at the top of his lungs. So I feel like all of this happened, you know, in a matter of split seconds, right? right? The lights were the lights that were lit in the bathroom were blown out by the witch's magic, and the door slammed shut. The beautiful man was obviously startled. His whole body went rigid. Who the fuck are you? And I feel like either of them could have been saying that. Yeah. Like also ballsy though for Yungi to just like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. transform into my human form and now. just chill out. I know you're yeah. in the tub right now, <laughs> but I'm gonna startle you. Yeah. So Jimin's like, who the fuck are you? So Jimin continues. This is like post tub. So post tub. Yeah. I mean, just you know, yeah. later on. So you are the cat from outside, and because I let you in, now we're connected. What kind of fuckery is that? The man, hybrid, no, Yoongi, has managed to calm Jimin and explain himself. Jimin is pacing back and forth and Yoongi was sitting on the couch and a table was separating the two men. Yoongi nodded to answer the questions from the still pacing Jimin. Realizing that the witch didn't see his response, he let out a small yes and this caused Jimin to immediately stop pacing back and forth and look at Yoongi. So neither of us get a say in the matter? Yoongi replies, not really, but you can cut the string of connection, which will hurt us both. I don't really mind this, but you were kind enough to let me into your house, so if you need any help, you can tell me, Yoongi shrugged. Yoongi could almost physically see the light bulb light up inside Jimin once he finished his sentence. Well, how about we try this connection thingy and you help me in the shop? Yoongi didn't see any reason to say no, so he nodded in agreement. This wouldn't be bad, right? 
I mean, it has to be better than him being out on the street, yeah. right? I mean, and now they Jimmy have Jimmy gets some extra help, and he was, like, really struggling at the beginning, like, too many tasks to right. do. Burnt postponing out. his bath. Yeah, everywhere that he turned was another thing on his to-do list, and all he wanted was to take a bath, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay, so this is later on. Um, so Yugi's like, it wouldn't be as bad, right? Wrong. This was awful. Okay, Jimin was being a bit too overdramatic. Nothing had gone wrong, and Yoongi was quite helpful and was quite kind to all of the customers. The cat hybrid was quite polite, too, charming several customers. His shop was thriving. Yoongi even managed to get someone that would supply them with herbs once a month that didn't cost Jimin too many crystals and gold. So, what was awful, then? They had created an awfully domestic routine, and it made Jimin feel something. The connection that had formed that rainy night was stronger than ever. It was so strong that now they could actually talk telepathically, but doing it took too much energy from both of them. Yungi seemed blissfully oblivious to what Jimin was feeling. The witch was determined for it to stay that way. That was until one morning. A tail brushed against his face, waking him up. It was routine by now for Jimin to wake up to Yungi's tail brushing his face in the morning. Said hybrid was laying on his chest, sleeping peacefully. Jimin stared at the cat. He smiled at the memories they have formed in the last six months. Some of them were funny, like the time where Yungi sniffed one of the herbs that Jimin had specifically told him not to smell, and then the, her- the herb caused Yungi to sneeze every five minutes for a week, and every time he sneezed, small amounts of pink glitter would form around his body, causing Jimin to laugh each time. He even got pictures and videos of Yungi sneezing on his phone. Some of the memories made butterflies form in his stomach, like when Yungi wanted to have a marathon of films but ended up falling asleep after the third movie, which was My Neighbor Totoro. Yungi's head was lying on Jimin's shoulder. The witch tried his hardest not to coo out loud so that he wouldn't wake up the sleeping cat hybrid. His tail laid relaxed beside him. Yungi refused to show his hybrid form to Jimin for weeks until one day. Yungi had shyly walked up to Jimin and told him how he was ready to show the witch his hybrid form. Jimin had finally understood that hybrid was something vulnerable for Yungi. It meant a lot to Jimin once Yungi showed him. After that, once Jimin and Yugi were alone, Jimin would show his hybrid form in their home. It wasn't just Jimin's home anymore. They both lived there, so it was theirs now. Jimin also had never felt as happy as he had with Yugi. Making potions were easier with Yugi near. A thought had popped into his head a few weeks back, but he brushed it off quickly, not wanting to dwell on it. Not now. Everything was going so well. Jimin didn't want to ruin the routines they have made for themselves. He was perfectly content with what they had now, and even if his heart was aching for something else, something he did not want to admit to himself yet. While the witch was stuck in his head, the hybrid had woken up and transformed. Jimin noticed suddenly a heavier weight on his chest and realized Yungi had woken up. Morning, sleepyhead, he spoke softly, smiling at Yungi, who smiled back as a greeting. This caused Jimin to look down at the hybrid's lips. They looked soft, especially with the soft light of the sun filtering into their bedroom. He was getting lost in his thoughts again. Jimin shook his head slightly as a way to get rid of the thoughts. Can I kiss you, Jimin? Yungi's voice interrupted oh Jimin's thoughts. I know. His mind blanked out once the words had registered. 
Ah, forget it. I was just being stupid. Sorry. Yes, you can kiss me, you silly kitty. Jimin giggled and looked at Yoongi. They both looked at each other for a while before they both leaned in for a kiss. It was soft. Perfect. It was slow. No rush in either of their minds. They both know they both knew they had wanted this as time had passed. They stayed in bed the whole day, only getting up to brush their teeth and eat something. They shared many kisses throughout the day. It was like a protective bubble that had formed around them and nothing existed besides themselves. The shop was closed for the day, so they didn't even have to think about that. Just themselves. We have to talk, Yoongi, Jimin said after hours of cuddling and small, soft kisses shared between the two men. Yoongi sat up and straightened his posture, causing Jimin to giggle. We just have to talk about boundaries and like what we are comfortable with. We have to be honest with each other and communicate, okay? Nothing bad, Jimin spoke softly. He didn't want to mess up whatever they had started, but felt it was necessary to talk about this now. Yoongi nodded. They would be fine. I love that he is making boundaries and making sure that they're comfortable and right. like, talking. Right. Yes. From the get-go. Healthy communication. Yeah. yeah. And so I just love that like they kind of had this telepathic connection mm-hmm. and that was what like enabled both of them to know like we both want this and like we both like Yoongi even though he hadn't said anything and Jimin is like sure he doesn't know. Of course Yoongi knows Jimin yeah. has feelings for him you know. Right. Yeah. So this is a little bit later on after they had had that conversation, made that decision. Yoongi, where's my healing potion I made last week? Jimin shouted, startling Yoongi, who looked somewhat guilty. Jimin walked into their living room and sighed upon seeing the guilty look of Yoongi. What did you do? Well, I, you know, I just might have accidentally brushed past it earlier today and I wasn't fast enough before it fell. And I'm sorry, baby. Yoongi looked genuinely sad, so Jimin could not stand his partner sad. Darling, I'm not mad, okay? I can make another one to replace it. Thank you for not lying, darling. Jimin walked to Yoongi to hug him and gave him a forehead kiss. Yoongi nodded. Cat ears, which were lying flat only a moment ago, were now in their natural position. Jimin scrapped, scratched his partner behind his right ear, causing Yoongi to purr. Now, do you want to help me make the potion? It won't take too long. Sure, why not? Plus, you look adorable when you concentrate, Yoongi smirked at seeing Jimin blushing at his comment. They both walked to the room where Jimin had all of his potions and spells. They were happy together. Maybe one day, Jimin will ask Yoongi to be his familiar, an intimate bond between a witch and a hybrid. It would be the same as proposing, but much more intimate. Aww. So cute. I think this is cute having Jimin be a witch and Yoongi being this like hybrid cat. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. I mean, it just gives like, I mean, the cat and the witch go together so perfectly. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I hadn't read a fic like that before. Like Yoongi is like the ultimate cat and it's it's just such a perfect like role for him in this fanfic. And I love that like, like I love the pacing of the relationship. Like you said, the boundaries. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, maybe one day they'll, you know, getting engaged yeah. but you know we'll see it's just very sweet i loved yeah. it yeah it's super good yeah. yeah and perfect for halloween like yeah. it's the end of october now yeah, yeah. right around the corner That's a great great pick thanks i'm glad you enjoyed it Well, I have one more fanfic since it's been a while since we've done the fanfic files i'll read this one it's pretty quick 
not too long, but it's just some additional fluff. And it's another Tay Cook. Yes, fluff, fluff, fluff. Yeah. So this one is titled Pom Poms and Puppy Paws. And it's written by Nummel on AO3. So this was written on August 23rd, 2023. Uh, It has about 47 kudos and 418 hits. Is there a reason Young is sitting on our couch with such a big pout on his face? Yoongi glances up at Sokjin's question, taking quick stock over Young, who is in fact sitting on their couch and pouting. His forehead is all scrunched up, arms crossed tight over his chest, lips pulled low and frowning. Yoongi can't help but to roll his eyes. He and Jungkook had an argument, Yoongi says to Sokjin, who simply hums in response. Was it an actual argument, Sokjin asks, gaze still trained over to the couch. This time, Yoongi doesn't even fight the urge and lets his eyes roll dramatically. It's Jungkook and Young. What do you think? And then it switches scenes here. Is there a reason Jungkook is sitting and scowling on our futon? Oh my god. <laughs> Jimin glances up at Hosok's questions. Eyes briefly fitting over to see that Jungkook is in fact sitting on their futon, scowling. He and Taeyang had a fight, Jimin says. Hosok waits a bit for more information, but Jimin doesn't speak another word. He just gives him a very pointed look that Hosok rolls his eyes in return. Jungkook, he calls out to their disgruntled friend hogging the furniture. What did you guys fight about this time? If Taeyang accidentally put his red sock in your white wash load again, I'm sure we can figure something out. This is serious, Hobie. Jungkook huffs, standing up to start pacing an indent in their living room rug. Like, really serious. Jimin simply can't help but snort at that. Gook, you guys had an argument about what kind of dog you two should get together. Oh my gosh. See? Jungkook shouts, sounding uh, far too loud and vindictive. This is huge. A life-altering decision. And do you know what Young wants to get? A glorified pom-pom with angry eyebrows. <laughs> no. With all his might, Jimin does his best not to roll his eyes yet again as he pulls a picture up on his phone. It's a Pomeranian, he says, showing the photo to Hosok. With, yeah, okay, you're right. He does kind of have angry eyebrows, but he's cute and Taeyang loves him. Jungkook stomps over so he can snatch Jimin's phone up. He looks at the photo for a brief moment, doing a horrible job at trying to hide his interest, and instead shoves it back at Jimin and pulls out his own phone. Look, Jungkook directs Hosok, bringing up a picture of a Doberman. This is the dog we should be getting. (laughs) Oh my god. His paws are too big for the rest of his body, Hosok states bluntly, laughing while Jungkook's nostrils flare at the sentiment. He's adorable, he huffs eyebrows furring so deep that they're threatening to sink into his eye sockets. Young was too busy at making baby sounds at that ball of fur to get a really good look at him. And let me guess, you were too busy playing with this disproportionate Doberman to get a good look at the Pomeranian, am I right? Hosok stares intently at Jungkook, watching as the other man's cheeks flush a light pink and he drops his phone onto the countertop. I'll take that as a yes, Jimin says egging Jungkook on. When neither Hosok and Jimin receive a response, they both sigh in tandem. Look, Jimin uh, placates. How about you guys go to the animal shelter again tomorrow? This time, you go take a look at the Pomeranian, and Taeyang will go take a look at the Doberman. 
I hate that you're being completely irrational about this, Jungkook says, crossing his arms and looking ridiculously grouchy. <laughs> you and Taeyang barely... You and Young barely share a single brain cell put together. It's no wonder you guys run off to us when you fight. Hosok <laughs> responds pointedly. I'd bet real money that Young's over at Yoongi and Sokjin's place right now. Or even worse, he went to go bug Namjoon while he's at work. He's probably holed up in the dog section of the library learning all about what he can do to take care of Pomeranians and try to convince me that it's the right decision we should be making. Jungkook scoffs though he does a mortifyingly bad job of hiding the endearment in his tone. <laughs> Neither Jimin nor Hosok say anything for a moment. They glance at each other, waiting to see who will speak first, until Hosok finally decides to rip the band-aid off. Are you going to stand there and pretend that you aren't, that you're not going to the library to visit Namjoon after this? Jimin follows up with, you'll probably bump into Young in the dog book section, actually. Although Jungkook says, I hate you both, there's nothing but a little bit of embarrassment behind his words. He scoops up his phone and heads for the door, grumbling to himself about beating Young to the library, renting all of the Pomeranian books, and then hiding them in their shared apartment. Hosok and Jimin understandably roll their eyes, folding as he leaves. This is the cutest argument ever. I know. Like, I love how it's involving all the members. It's all the members, yes. And it's just like a silly little fight. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, the dogs are involved, which I just think is fantastic. So yeah. yeah. Really, really cute. Jungkook and Young arrive at the library within seconds of each other. And then they proceed to fight over who goes through the door first. They end up squeezing through it together, already receiving an off-putting look from a mother and a young child attempting to exit the building. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't even perceive me oh as a real God. being in this physical realm, Young whispers a bit aggressively, but still an acceptable library volume. All of us to our spouses at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you dare try and give me any kind of puppy dog eyes. Don't you dare shove any of your books into my face. Don't even act like you know who I am, Jungkook whispers right back. <laughs> they both scuttle their way to the animal book section of the library, where Namjoon is ever so conveniently standing and pretending to restock an already full shelf. Did they tattletale on us, Young asks. Namjoon nods. Yes, I got four different texts forewarning me of the current war being waged between you two. He pauses for a moment, sizing up both Young and Jungkook, before adding, Might I ask, is there a reason you're even fighting in the first place? Can you not just, I don't know, get both dogs? I'm not living with a cotton ball bouncing around my apartment, says Jungkook, followed by Young, who announces, I'm not living with a dog whose proportions make it look like a child created him. Damn. I know, shit. <laughs> They're really hating on Bam. <laughs> Clearly, Namjoon is amused by, by both responses as he huffs a laugh and shakes his head. You dorks, do you not remember me going over your lease with you? I stated pretty clearly that you can have up to two dogs in your apartment, and let's be real— you're both way too thick-headed to give up now, which means it's either both dogs or no dogs. Stop trying to add logic to this, Young grumbles, crossing his arms like a pertinent child. Clearly neither of them are interested in that, like Young yeah. and Jungkook. No yeah. logic, all feelings. No logic, yeah, all feelings. I love it, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's, like, what I love about this fanfic, too, is I feel that a lot of the the members are, like, true to the, who they are, like, their personality types. Like, I feel like Jungkook and Young would so get in, like, an argument silly like this. Yeah, this is very Maknae vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Jungkook can't help but do the same. Yeah, you can't tell us 
things that make completely perfect sense. What kind of friend are you? At that, Namjoon snorts and crosses his arms too. How much longer are you two going to stand here pretending that you're not about to go run down to the animal shelter and and adopt (laughs) both those dogs immediately? Apparently, not long at all. Jungkook and Taeyang have already kicked up a pile of dust and speed, walk towards the exit by the time Namjoon can even add a cheeky, I told you so. Taeyang and Jungkook do, in fact, race to the animal shelter. They get there completely sweaty and out of breath, (laughs) bending forward to try and calm down. This is like a sketch comedy. I know, it's so good. They walk into the building with bright red faces and tiny uh, closed fists, fists uh, sporting looks of sheer determination. They approach the nice lady at the entrance and speak over each other at the exact same time. Taeyang says, hi, we'd like to see the Doberman puppy, please. And Jungkook says, hi, we'd like to see the Pomeranian puppy, please. No, so and cute. I know. And they look at each other, wide-eyed and pink-cheeked, unwilling to admit how soft they are and how doomed they were from the very start. Jungkook's uh, one of the Doberman, Taeyang one of that Pomeranian. They may as well indulge each other because there's no way that they're leaving this building without both dogs in tow. The poor woman looks a little flustered from the requests, thumbing through some of the desks before Jungkook asks much softer. I believe they both interact well with other dogs, right? Could we maybe test them together in a room, though? As it turns out, the Pomeranian and the Doberman are much more interested in playing with each other than they are playing with Young and Jungkook. They sit back and watch as the Pomeranian runs in circles around the Doberman while the Doberman <laughs> attempts to chase its own tail. Cute. So cute. At one point, the Pomeranian suddenly runs, runs forward and catapults itself right into Young's arms. The Doberman, clearly feeling left out, jumps onto Jungkook and nearly knocks him over. They both endure kisses to the face from both dogs and resist the urge to kiss them right back. What would we name them, Young asked softly, booping the Pomeranian on his little nose. No, no, just like we did with the album. I know, but this was pre-album, I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. When they wrote this. So I cute. Cannot. So, so cute. cute. Yeah. Okay. What would we name them, Young asked softly, booping the Pomeranian on his little nose. Bam. Jungkook replies confidently followed by some baby noises directed towards the Doberman. And yours? Tayan looks down for a few moments while the Pomeranian looks at him in return. Do you want your name to be Yantan? He asks. The Pomeranian yips and wags its tail. Yantan it is. Cute. Jungkook is laying on his belly, flat against the floor, as he bats at uh, Bam's big paws, while Young is walking around with Yantan curled up in his arms like a little baby. She doesn't seem very surprised when they simultaneously turn to say, with shining stars in their eyes, we'll take both. Oh, that's I it. Love it. <laughs> I so love cute. It. It's so cute. Like, I feel amazing like fluff. fanfics with the dogs like are just the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they just make the cutest little family. I know. Yeah. Yantan and Bam. Taeyang and Jungkook. The way that they described Yantan and Bam playing together, mm-hmm. like I can totally envision those two getting yeah. along like that. Yeah. And it really like kind of paralleled with like mm-hmm. Jungkook and Taeyang's relationship and like kind mm-hmm. of silly, playful like yeah. argument that they had here. Right. So cute. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So cute. I felt like because of Young's, you know, album, we needed a little bit of Yantan. Yes, totally. That was so perfect. 
Ah, oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, it's great that. fix. Yeah. Yeah. We will be sure to link these fix in the description so you guys can go read them for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Read the part two and so on of Bethany's mm-hmm. fic. And also like check out that one that I shouted out too. Yeah. And we hope that you guys enjoyed this very special episode of the fanfic files. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably be a while until we can get to one again. Yeah, you know? but we do love doing these. Yeah. 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 We just with the solo work, it's been a lot. It's so been, yeah. maybe come next year it'll be easier. Probably. Like yeah. maybe January we, yeah. we can get you another one. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially those VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, Meg, Rachel, Robin, and Deja. Thank you guys so, so much for yes, all of your support. Thank you. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. And again, you can find links for all the things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.